When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remembering unusual times that can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride, cause everybody needs a climb. So set your worries to the side. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Do you not want to wait? Neither do we. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling, here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Season 2. Can you believe it? I mean, I would say that I am relieved. I mean, I would say that I'm ecstatic. I would say that I'm psyched. Maybe I would even say I am aroused. No, um, I'm just. <laughs> Can I tell you that really... the moment that that line was said on the television show, I was like, "Why?" But why? I'm I pretty sure like... I wrote that down. But why? <laughs> I was just like, I'm feeling all of those things about season two. Ugh. Oh, I. This is my note. Dawson is aroused. Question mark exclamation point. WTF? <laughs> I can feel that on a spiritual level, specifically okay about season two. Yes, uh, we have all new hairstyles to talk about. Mm. We have a new character to talk about. Mm-hmm. We have, like, it is, I am so excited. I've been thinking about this all week. I've been excited about this all week. Like, I know we talked about this last episode, like, last podcast where we were like, oh, we're instantly going to go watch the episode. I'm pretty sure I watched it the night after. Yeah, I did too, actually. Yeah, because I was just, I couldn't wait. I just was, like, so psyched to watch it. Um, well, I so, know. I mean, yes. like, there was, I mean, it didn't really leave off as a cliffhanger, but there was a lot on the table. I had no mm-hmm. idea if Joey was going to go to Paris. Um, <laughs> I'm shocked that they didn't let that go on for longer, and they resolved it so quickly. I yeah, thought it was, like, five minutes was, in. I thought she was definitely going to go to Paris. Yeah, and I love like I just I just love a season premiere of any show. It's just like exciting. It's so full of possibility. Feels like the first like, day back uh, at school, right? Yes, in a good way though, not the bad way. 
<laughs> like yeah. in the like, look at all my new school supplies. Like everything <gasps> is so organized. Oh, you go to Staples. You got your yes. binder sale. Got to get a different binder color for all my binders, all my classes. Yes. Did we talk about this already about how like we, I used to like have like all my things were color coded. So I had like math was always yellow and it was like. You know, like my binder and my notebook and everything were always yellow. And then like science was blue. Mm. No, we didn't talk about this. No, I've never heard that before. I mean, it makes sense for classes to be color coded. I did that too. Yeah. Yeah. Social studies was red. It's weird that I still remember that. Yeah. that's. That I mean, you have a good memory. Good memory for yeah. things that don't matter. I, exactly. I can't remember shit that actually does matter, though. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, we're we're back. We're talking season two. I'm, I'm very, very excited about it. You're back. I'm back. We're all back. Um, yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're here. Are you I'm, drinking, I'm drinking a, I am drinking a beverage today because yeah, we worked too. so hard on our kitchen today that I was like, I deserve a drink. And yeah. I'm going to reward myself with one. We had like a bunch of these. Um, I sometimes am that person that when I go to a beverage store or like a liquor store, I like see the little bottles at the cash register and they're so freaking cute that I just buy one. I don't I don't know why. I just I just, just do. one. Sometimes I'll buy a variety, but I mean, I haven't been to the liquor store in a while, at least not like I've ordered it online and then gone and picked it up because of COVID. But um, yeah, like I'll grab like one or two if they're I just think they're cute. Like, I don't know what it is. It's because they're like tiny bottles that I think they're just very cute. Um, so we have a bunch like and we were cleaning out long story short we were cleaning out our hutch because we have to move it for our kitchen renovation and I found all these little alcohol bottles and I was like oh let's like drink some of these up so I'm drinking a raspberry seltzer with gray goose vodka which I think oh, is like a fancy one isn't got it that gray goose isn't it fancy? It's a uh, nice. Yeah. It's a nicer vodka. I don't know if it's the nicest. Vodka. The bottle is cute. Like it's like frosted, but like it's see through where the yeah. juice is. Yeah. I like it. I don't know. That's probably. I think Will bought this one for me, but I think it's a cute bottle. So that's what, what I'm drinking today. Generous, generous, generous gift. Hmm. Um. Yeah, there's a lot of like rap songs that include. Grey Goose. So if the rappers are buying Grey Goose, then it's good enough for you. Interesting. Okay. I agree with that. I yeah. I agree with that. I got some okay. Frizzante. Here hey. we go again. Slim, simpler wine brands from TJ's. Mango Italian wine cocktail Frizzante. Hey, hey. Wine in a can. Second on my second. So that's why we're lit. We love that. And for you. I'm excited and I'm aroused. So no. Stop it. <laughs> I feel like aroused is like moist. Like it's just not okay to say it. Ever. I didn't say it. Dawson said it. It's you not have, my fault. You have now said it twice. You have now said it twice on this podcast. I'm we all going to have it. to say it again. Why okay. We could just say They like, said it mo- they said it a lot. Everyone We could just say like the A word. They're they're like, oh, are you going to be um blank at our date and like he's like i so think nasty. i can get there like they just started like quoting like dating question mark and like you can't just be like oh are you gonna be around why don't i mean why can't you dirty talk in the hallways i think it's a weird transition in my opinion we'll get there but i have one more question before we start the podcast what so i <laughs> no one else can see this however there's always a bin of dog toys behind Sarah in her office. Today, it looks like 
somebody came in and just dunked the whole thing over and yeah. there are toys everywhere and the bin is on its side. And I'm just curious yeah. what happened. Um, so both dogs were in the office during the work day. And Oliver is usually the only one that goes into the dog bin, and he usually picks out the same ones over and over again. So I flipped it over so that they can have, like, an offering of whatever they want in hopes <laughs> a that A cornucopia maybe... of dog toys, if you will. What's that? <laughs> I said a cornucopia yeah. of dog toys. Exactly. It, it, it looks like a cornucopia of dog toys. I was hoping that Belle would, like, find one and want to play with it. Mm-hmm. And Did like it she, uh well, they all smell of Oliver because Oliver thinks they're mm. all his toys. So she gets like excited for a second and then she probably is like I can I can sense a 8 pound like ruffian and I don't want it. So yeah. Yeah. he smells bad. It's okay. Yeah. He, I get he, it. he smells fine. I I She's think a, that Yeah, smells- but she can smell him. She's the queen. Yeah. She knows. She knows. She knows. She's she, like I want my own toys. She is Thank a lady. You. Um, yes. so that's the deal. That clears that mystery up. So in case there anybody was go. wondering, which they no. weren't, but I was, no, so. They, they were not. Um, any, finally, any, any shows that you're working on? Um, we're still watching a ton of Impractical Jokers. Oh, have I mentioned Taskmaster yet? I don't know if I've mentioned uh, to, I think you mentioned it on our Boy Meets World podcast. Which okay. Had. Well, for the Dawson's Creek listeners who don't listen to Boy Meets World, I've recently gotten into the British show um, Taskmaster. It's all on YouTube. I am on... Okay, I'm going to say I'm on series four, but I will say that each season is only like six episodes. So it's really not like I'm binging it that quickly. It's very funny. I highly recommend it. It's like a game show of sorts, but it's really silly. If you just need something to like laugh at, I do recommend it. Um, so that's all I'm watching lately. It's very good. I like yeah. it. Um, I watched two shows since okay. last time we spoke. I watched Firefight Lane, um, which I loved. And then I watched and finished Sharp Objects. Oh, yeah. You weren't like into it in the beginning. Did you come around to it? I came around to it in the last three minutes of the entire thing. That's because of the twist I mean, at the very and end. And you did, and you did watch the like after credits thing, right? Okay, because that's yeah. important. Yeah, I will say that I think because I read the book before I watched the show, and I won't spoil anything in case anybody does like want to watch it and hasn't yet. But I do think like the book did a better job of like kind of setting the scene and like. Because it's like a murder mystery, essentially. And I think the book did a better job of, like, kind of letting you wander and, like, oh, I wonder who did it. And, like, there's a lot of suspects and they do a really good job. I don't – I think they rushed the ending, in my opinion. I do I think, I like, do it, think was, it felt rushed, yeah. They – like, in the book, there's, like, a much longer, like, epilogue, if you will. And in the show, it was very much, like, boom, done, that's it. And then you're, like, kind of left, like, reeling – um, so that's what I'll say about that. But yeah. I, I did like the show, but I think the, obviously, oh, the book is the always better. better. Like, we all know the book is always better. Yeah. I, and so. I also did feel like it was a little predictable. Like, when I was watching it in the beginning, I was like, it's either blank or it's blank. Yeah. And the two people that I thought were the two people that were, like, the most prime suspects that the very yeah. end so yeah that's fair I think like I I reading it I was able to kind of suss things out a little bit more and it mm-hmm. still didn't end the way I thought it was like gonna end yeah. but um no I mean it is good uh check that out that's on HBO I believe right HBO yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. We can so. talk about it after. Um, yeah. Yeah. We don't need to spoil things for people. But yeah. um, shall we get into season two of Dawson's Creek? Yes. You know how confusing this title is? The Kiss. The Kiss. But it's like, hello, season one, episode three was called Kiss. Like, yeah. How uncreative can they be? Yeah, there hasn't. This is like the 14th episode. So, like, I think we could come up with something a little bit. Yeah, it's only 14 episodes. You can't think of another title besides, like, The Kiss. What if they named it The Second Kiss? Oh, that would have been good. That would have been good. You should have hired me. Um, so, okay, let me list out our couples as per the huge. October 7th, 1998. (laughs) (laughs) You had to sneak it in, didn't you? You had to sneak it in. Yeah. No one asked, but you had to sneak it in. Um, Yeah. No, people asked. People asked. Who who asks? Um, Just wait till our feedback later, bitch. Oh, my gosh. Um, Okay. So here are our couples. We have Joey and Dawson, Mitch and Gail, Joey and Bessie, Dawson and Pacey, Pacey and Andy, Dawson and Jen, or Jen and Grams. I want to talk about the new intro first. That's fine. Let's do that first then. Um, I mean, it's basically the same concept as the first season's intro where they're just like mm-hmm. gallivanting on the beach, but there's different shots now and everyone's mm-hmm. new haircut. And do you like that they did a new intro? Because I feel like that's, I feel like shows don't do that anymore. They no. just keep like the same thing. Yeah, I mean, like much. there's like a show like The Leftovers where they do change it up and they have like the same song, but it's like a different singer sings it or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you, did you like the new intro? Do you prefer it to the old one? Uh, no, I mean, like I do like it. I think they, you know, they changed up the couplings. It's kind mm-hmm. of like sharp objects i feel like now i have to like watch the intro and be like oh they're focusing on these two people so i think this is gonna happen like or like you know um like jen is like being a sad sack in it with her terrible haircut so it's like (laughs) like i should focus on that like i feel like they like put in clues as to like what the out like the themes are or how like people's relationships are going to be no andy yet no andy no, I think I don't know that she's a series regular, like straight from the get. And mm. we've only gotten I mean, you know, there's another character that's going to be coming into play um, yeah. that we didn't meet. This I episode. don't know his name. It's a guy, I think. John. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is not. But you're close. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. So I here's the thing. I always skip the intros. I don't really care about them, especially because it's not the I don't want to wait. Yeah. So I like oh, get annoyed about it. That's the other thing. On I did watch um, on YouTube the original opener with I don't yeah. want to wait. Is it better? No. It, it on it like once again. I live in a different reality where it's like. My heart is in my hand. My hand is in the clouds. And it's like, this is like, this is what I know. It's like, it's yeah, fine. It's fine because it's like what I know. My heart is turning around. around. It's so stupid. Like, so it's then awful. like when I, I hear it. I don't want to wait, like I'm kind of like agy because I'm like, where's my head in the clouds? Like... <laughs> My heart I'm is just in the say, sand. Yeah, Twitter is going to say you're wrong, and you are, but that's fine because it's, again, it's because it's just what I know. I know, know? I know. But yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. Like, I really can't wait to get into all the different hairstyles because, like, it's one of the funny things that, like, 
the minute that we start this episode beyond like Dawson's terrible wig um <laughs> like they immediately have to give everybody haircuts because yeah. it's supposed to be like the next day but they all have very different so hairstyles. different so much so so much different hair so uh except for Joey gosh. Joey's like basic B like no I'm gonna keep my straight brown hair same hair okay um do you want to get over this Mitch and Gail shit Let's just yeah. Let's 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 scoot on with them because they're go. like just they're just. Go. I did not remember again. Like I know we have like me as like the quote unquote super fan and like yeah, you was like never bullshit. seen it. I'm not a super fan. Like I've seen the show a few times and like I didn't remember the fact that like get, like since when are Mitch and Gail still like, having issues? Right? Like we're back Gail's ready to get back, frisky. back here. Like literally. Yeah. And why are we back here? Just get Tell a divorce. I don't care at this point. Exactly. Like, Gail wants to get frisky. We see Mitch, like, sneaking around. We see he has an appointment with a lawyer. Mm-hmm. We kind of figure out what it is because when the woman, like, the secretary, like, answers the phone. Or, sorry, the yeah. assistant answers the phone. It's like, oh, divorce attorney, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then we get, like, Gail finding the business card. Like, yeah. I thought we got over this. Like, I, I know, guess we're too. not over it yet. Me too. And honestly, like, Mitch is such a wet blanket. Like, he's even worse than Dawson, to be honest with you. And it's like, you're going to reject Gail. Gail is fucking hot as shit. Like, yeah, it's like, I think like, I think like I agree, even though what Gail did was like, obviously very shitty. And like, I know, we, but then like, you can't say that you're going to forgive her and then not forgive right. her. It's not exactly. fair. Either, either forgive her and move on from it, but you can't keep punishing her forever. Like, yeah. we, I don't know how many Creek Weeks it's been. Well, no, wait. Okay. So we're no, still, the, we're still like the, the night next after. day. So we're still. It's crazy to me. We're still, um, they're still in their sophomore eight, year. Eight Creek weeks. Yeah. But like, what's weird is like, I feel like they made a whole thing out of like them dancing and them like going to therapy and doing all of this. And yeah. then it's like, suddenly he's back at a divorce yeah. lawyer's office, Yeah, which like, maybe that's the way it happens. I mean, obviously we don't have any experience with this where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, one day you're just like done and then right. you go to a lawyer's office. But I found this storyline really was, weird and yeah. it felt very out of place to yeah. me. So he says that he's not sure if he can stay with a ma- uh, with a woman, stay married to a woman who he loves and hates in equal measure. And then he's like, I just wanted to know what my options are. And she's like, well, you can either give me another chance or you can, you know, make this marriage another statistic. And he's mm-hmm. like, um... I am going to pick one. I just don't know which one yet. <laughs> it's like, okay. Like, it's just, it's not fair to, in my no, opinion. It's, it's really not. And I think, I don't know. I don't know what the, his move is here. Is he, should he be honest with Gail before he even goes to the lawyer? Like, I feel like there's, there's a middle ground here mm-hmm. to me. Like, instead of, like, sneaking around and going to the lawyer, maybe you're just, like, more honest with her. It just felt so sudden and out of place in this episode. Mm. Like, I liked a lot of this episode, and this storyline just felt, like, shoved in last minute, kind of. Yeah, well, how about... I think that it is fair for him to um, get his get to know his options, but then don't be mm-hmm. a sloppy bitch and, like, leave the business card out. That's also fair. Yeah. Like, like obviously every, she did a better yeah. job at hiding her affair than you did at hiding her <laughs> business card. Bench. I mean, he has every right to go to whatever power of attorney or, um, you know, consultation that he wants mm-hmm. to go to. He has every right to do that. But, 
like you're punishing her at home. So if you need space, which is understandable, if it's only been like, you know, four creek weeks since she found out about everything, yeah. like you need more time. That's totally cool. But like, don't then like you should probably not be staying in the same bed as her. You should probably not like, you know, say that like if you need time, then like make time, like go to your brother's house. I don't know if he has a brother. Yeah. Like, go to your brother's house. Like, no, get but away. I, I agree with you. It was just it was a weird storyline. Take and a break. I hope that it's not a full season of this is all I can say. I, because now we're in like a actual regular season. So we're in uh-huh. like for 22 episodes. They need to either get a divorce or like be together before the end of the season. You know what I mean? I uh, I think that they're going to stay together, but it's just like it's it's like you know we were saying how you know last season they fell off of the Gail and Mitch thing um, mm-hmm. because they realized that the kids were more interesting, and I feel like now they're like oh wait like we still have these like two characters that. Um, we spent a lot of time with for the first half of this season and we should probably like resolve this and make it continue yeah. an issue. I don't know. I just feel like give them a we different storyline then. Like pretend everything is resolved and move on and do something else. But I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens with Gail and Mitch. But again, we also don't really care about them. Um, I don't know. I don't care. No. So Hi. tis but tis with them. Mm-hmm. Um, do we want to bounce to? Because I think we should save a little bit of Dawson and Joey. So do we want to bounce to like Dawson and Pacey next? Um. Hmm. But the Dawson and Pacey stuff, I think it makes more sense to resolve the Jen stuff and get okay, that out of the way. Yeah. So, Jen, first of all, Jen, what happened to you? They you were such a mess. Was like- they did it. They tried. They really tried to make it look like she didn't chop off all her hair. But there wasn't much they can do when she has like a few inches of hair at this point and she had shoulder length hair like last season. Okay, so, so this is okay, so this is what happened. So she cut her hair in that ugly, ugly haircut that we see in the intro. Right. So you're saying like in this episode she had already cut her hair? A hundred percent. And the reason you can tell is if you go back and watch the episode, because they did a lot of clips and pins and stuff. But like if you look at the nape of her neck, you'll see there's like two inches of short hair coming down. Who authorized this haircut? That's the thing. I wonder, and people should tweet at us and let us know, how does it work if like you have like, because you know you're coming back for a season two, I assume. So do you have to get permission to cut your hair? Like, how does any of that work? Because I, almost every single character has gotten a haircut and like, dra- not even just a haircut, but like has drastically changed their hair. So we the know. Where Dawson is wearing extensions because he cut his hair so short. Who? Dawson is wearing extensions. <laughs> wearing James extensions. Um, okay. Um, we know that in a lot of shows, they it's part of their contract to keep their hair a certain way. Right. Like, for example, we know that with Topanga in Boy Meets World, she like had it in her contract that she had to have that long hair. And it wasn't until like she had to get special permission from the show and they had right. to write it into the storyline where she was allowed to cut yes. her hair. I wonder if like... 
I wonder if season one of Dawson's Creek like wasn't a massive hit right away so they didn't have that in the contract right away and maybe we'll see it like going forward in like seasons three four and five that like it becomes a thing where they can't cut their hair just because almost every single character all of them except Joey have like drastically different hair and like obviously I feel like Katie Holmes just rocks the like plain Jane Katie, like Katie Holmes has hair. the same haircut now Katie Holmes exactly. has never gotten a different no. haircut ever uh, strong disagree. Do you remember when she cut her hair very short? Oh, when she was married to Tom Cruise? Yes, Tom Cruise. She well, she was a Scientologist, so what are we going to do? Yeah, but I did actually, I, okay, I don't know if that's a hot take. I did think her short hair was very cute when she had it. Because she has, like, the, bone the right structure. face frame. Okay. She does. So, but, so then, like, let's say, like, let's live in a world that Michelle Williams, like, decided that this is her new haircut. Right. Why? This is a terrible haircut for her. I like to say that maybe she was like really going through something in her life when she decided this was a good idea, but I don't. Was really she know. dating Heath Ledger at this time? I don't know. Oh maybe. God, I can't even Google. Don't Google. It's fine. Ugh. We'll just we'll pretend that she was. But anyway, so Jenna like approaches jo- Dawson and Joey in school, and right she's as just, they're like, about she, to kiss, and she yeah, looks and a she fucking just, like, mess. She is, and here's the thing. As much as almost every single thing that Jen did in this episode bothered me, I will say that, like, I thought that Michelle Williams did a great job at playing Jen this episode. Like, I thought that, like, she convinced me that, like, she's going through a lot, right? Her grandfather is dead. She, like, Dawson doesn't know what to say because he wants to, like, make out with Joey. But then, like, Joey, at least, you know what? Gotta give Joey props. She's like, go. You have to, like, go yeah, no, make like, sure she she's was okay. Jo- I mean, of course, Joey was amazing, as always. Like... Not fair, because she has not always been that way. She has not always been like, oh, go make sure Jen is okay. Like... You can see a world in which she's just like, ugh, Jen is like taking attention away from me with Dawson. You know what I mean? Like you can see that world. But no, I think that like, just so Jen like freaks out because Grams is donating all of Grams' uh, clothing. Yeah. yeah. Which it is very early for okay. that. I and mean, he just died. Yeah. Okay. So like I have like multiple thoughts on this. So um, I do think that the next day is really soon, and I think it would make me feel very uncomfortable. Like, I remember, like, eight years after my dad died, my mom started, like, organizing stuff in his office, and I started getting, like, agitated and upset because I'm like, like, you, you don't even look like you're going through this, like, carefully and, like, stuff like, you know. Yeah. I remember that there was, like, a piece of paper that still had his handwriting on it. And obviously it was garbage. But the fact that I had, like, his handwriting on it. Yeah. And it was, like, the only thing that I had with, like, something that he wrote. I was, like, I want it. It's so I, – I can understand, like, Jen – Uh, feeling that way next day it does feel so soon however the only thing that almost makes sense is that this church charity drive that she wants to donate gramps's stuff to what happens if it's a once a year thing yeah i here's the thing like i think like obviously full full disclaimer like everybody grieves differently so i think it's tough to like criticize either jen or gramps Mm -hmm. because they're both grieving in their own private way yeah and this is um i think the the main takeaway of this entire segment is this lesson that people grieve in their own way yeah and i think that like jen is obviously upset with gramps because she's getting rid of gramps stuff but like i feel like and again 
This was like for me the best episode that Grams has ever had because her explanations make so much sense. She's like, I, you know, I prayed for him. I prayed for his recovery, but he's gone and he's Mm -hmm. been gone for months. And now I just prayed for his release. Like I wanted him to be out of pain. Yeah. And it's just like, I felt bad for both of them. Yeah. Like I think maybe the move for Grams, and again, I'm not criticizing anything she's doing. I'm just saying like, I feel like the move here is maybe like, Offer Jen something of his. Say, oh, do you want to like look through his stuff and, and take something before I box this all up and give it to charity? And I yeah. think maybe that's the move because you're like letting her go through it, letting her grieve in her own way. Mm-hmm. But it's it's hard to say either one of them is wrong because neither one of them is wrong. Yeah, I think that maybe in my situation, if I was given the same courtesy when my mom was cleaning out my dad's office maybe I would have taken it a little bit better but to see like my mom like with a garbage bag like piling stuff in I I honestly I got panicky like like Jen yeah and I think I don't know how I would react right like if it's me it might be easier for me to just get the stuff out of my sight like to not Mm -hmm. have to think about it and Mm -hmm. move on from it yeah um and I think that Jen Jen is a little bit harsh with grams but again she's grieving too so it's kind of like and you feel for jen because again i feel like we're kind of continuing that that um storyline of like she feels very alone like she even says to grams like you know it's sad that you're my best friend and you don't even really like me um that was kind of sad you know like she feels lost like she can't hang out with dawson because now her and joey are a thing she she just has nowhere to really turn to and if she feels like grams is grieving in like such a different way than she is like who does she really who is she able to turn to you know right yeah it's tough it's tough i mean i like i said i just think back to my own experiences and Mm -hmm. i like related a lot to this storyline and also the fact that like people grieve differently like i remember so my dad passed when i was on spring break um, my freshman year of college and I like it was crazy like he passed away during spring break and you know we had the funeral and like everything like that and then when spring break was over I went back to school and mm-hmm. you know I think back on it now I'm like that was like fucking nuts like why did I go like back to school like yeah. that quickly and crazily enough my roommate um, at the time and my fake sorority sister, which is a different story for a different day. Um, she, her father died during spring break, too, like a couple of days after my father. And she, she took like a month off. So then like months later, like and like so she had a much harder, t- visibly had a much harder time with her father's passing than I did. I kind of like was faking it. And I remember like months later, um. I was speaking to like another fake sorority sister and she was I was like, why doesn't anybody ask me if I'm okay with my dad's passing? And she was like, oh, well, I assume that you didn't have a good relationship with him. And I was like, why would you assume that? And she was like, well, you know, like blank has been going through visible issues like, you know, she's been like really upset. She's been hurting and you just kind of just bounced back and like seemed fine. And it's like I was hurting as hard as my roommate, yeah. but I just didn't show it. Um, it's just like, yeah, some people compartmentalize things. Yeah. Some people just react very differently. And I think yeah. that like this, this show 
like even though again it is older like I think it does a great job of showing that and just how different people can how differently people can react to to grief and to death around them and like I just I just thought this was such a great episode for Grams like I thought that I like Grams I you know what (laughs) I've had issues with her and I think the thing that I liked about she felt the most real to me and she felt the most three-dimensional to me in this episode like I felt like she explained herself very well and I loved the scene of her at the Rialto and her saying Mm -hmm. like I didn't come here to be here I came here to be with him like this is where we had our first date I loved that it was so sweet and and she just like she can tell how much she cares for Jen, even though they don't always get along. Like how how badly she wants to like care for her and help her. Yeah. And and Grants is grieving too. So like to be to be like the bigger person and like reach out when you're going through something tough too. Yeah. I just thought that like there was so much more to Grams than we've ever seen in the show before. And it wasn't fully on religion, right? It gets mentioned, but it's it's just more of like yeah. This is a real person going through a real thing. Yeah, this this is what I want from Grams. Like I've always said, have no problem with her being religious. If um, that's totally fine with me, mm-hmm. and uh, like anybody in real life too, that's not a problem with me. But it's like, it's it was more so. I said with the producers, it felt preachy. Like they were telling me a story yeah. of what they wanted me to believe. But Grant, this is like a great example of Grams like relating and responding, or like you know, you know, talking about her religion without it being like preachy to the audience. Yeah. Um. I also thought it was really funny, and it wasn't supposed to be funny. But she was like talking about how like you know they had their first date at the Rialto. Yeah. Um. And she said he was never as handsome as that night. I'm like, wow, Grams. Like, Shady. what a s- sick burn. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? It's like it oh, all went downhill. Yeah, from Grams here. was fuckable the first night, <laughs> and then after that, like, not so much. It's no. Like, what? No, he was he was so hot that first night, and then every, every day after, just downhill. Yeah, just downhill. From Normally, there. you hear like, oh, like our and our wedding day, like he was the most handsome, or like when we, yeah. like we have our first child, like I saw a different part of him, so he was the most attractive to me. Then she's like, yeah, our first date when we were like seventeen years old, like fifty something years ago, forty three years ago. <laughs> that was the last time that I felt him attractive. Like you know what. At the very least, we didn't hear, the minute I laid eyes on him, I knew he was the one. How many times do we hear that in TV shows? Yeah. Thank God we didn't at least hear that line. The minute I laid my hands up. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Well, then. Well, I, I was going to make a different joke, but that, that mm. joke is fine. Um, <laughs> uh, so other things with Jen, she's still a simp for Dawson. Ugh. She... Um, makes a scene in the movie theater and uh yeah because like and here's the thing call me crazy dawson wasn't so bad this episode dawson was great dawson (laughs) was actually literally nothing nothing he did bothered me right he brings jen food he is like oh you should you should get out more and he doesn't he he makes a very good point about not rubbing the Joey thing in Jen's face. Yes. I feel like he's like, he kind of, he doesn't lie, but he also isn't rubbing her face in it by being yep. like, oh, you know, we're always going to be Dawson and Joey. And he's like, I want to be a friend to you. He's like, well, I think like, that what you need right now is a friend. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I I just felt like, 
you know what, Dawson? Like, I'm actually liking this version of Dawson. Yeah, I like Dawson too. This episode, funnily enough, I thought that he was he was pretty good. Like, Who would have thought? Even honestly. some of the more romantic things he said, we'll get into it shortly. But I was I was like, you know, I was drinking the Dawson juice, uh, which I don't want to do that because of how very bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the, well, you know what? We're gonna take points away from Dawson when he says aroused. I think no, but no, no, two that. points. Two points for aroused. Oh, God. Two oh points God. to Gryffindor for Make the arousal. Stop. Make Ew, no. The arousal <laughs> makes it sound even worse somehow. Um, um, okay, hold on. Yeah, hold on. Like, let's talk about, let's talk about, so yeah, like she's, she, her little hissy fit. Jen's little hissy fit at the movie at theater. The theater. Um, yeah. About like, I don't know. It just felt like, and again, like I try to. To be kinder to her because she is grieving. So you have to kind of like look at it through that lens. But like she's having a full blown meltdown. Like she (laughs) basically goes there, realizes that Joey and Dawson are on a date, which I feel like she knew beforehand. Right. Oh, yeah. Like absolutely. Like she had to have known. So then she like runs out knowing that Dawson's going to follow her because again, Dawson, like as much as we joke about him being a quote unquote nice guy, like he really, he does feel bad for people and he wants to help people. Well, what was he going to do? Watch her run out and not follow her and just continue to hold exactly. Joey's hand while thinking about how shitty he feels? Like, yeah. there's no other choice. Yeah. and I It's more it's so like, on Jen for making a scene and putting him insult- himself in that situation. Exactly, because guess what? She doesn't leave the theater. She goes <laughs> and she just sits hanging right on the outside. Yeah. Yes, she just sits there waiting for him. Like, we all yeah, know. She's like, I spent it's this like, $9.77 for the Rialto <laughs> ticket. I'm staying right here. I'm getting my money's worth. It's like, it's one of those situations where you're like, I'm leaving. I'm storming out. And you, like, storm out and you just wait like, right wait. outside because you're yeah. like, someone's following me, obviously, yeah. right? Like, I'm totally waiting for someone to follow me. And it was just, yeah. like, very childish, which, again, very frustrating frustrating considering how we praised Jen so much at the beginning of season one for her emotional intelligence Mm -hmm. and just how mature she was and she's having a mental breakdown she asks if the entire time they were dating if he was in love with Joey she knows that's not true right right but like she just she just is in her feels and she wants to feel like shit so she's just like making like digging a further hole to feel like shit here we go it's a little sad that I was the girl whose sole purpose was to allow you to figure out who you really were in love with. It's like, yeah, it's like, Jen, you know, that's not true. You know. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then like Dawson's like, oh, I want to be your friend. And, and she just accuses him of like just saying those things to say them like he has to say them. Yeah. But it's like, this is what you wanted, Jen. You wanted to just be friends with Dawson. And then it's like, you know, you know, it's what you asked for, ma'am. Yeah, so, she definitely asked for this. And yeah. then then we get the line that is just, uh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. I think, like, trigger warning, I, I think, for, like, oh. s- suicidal stuff, if you're really sensitive to that, I would just skip a forward a couple minutes. Like, she has this line where she says that, oh, please uh, do me the favor of not jumping Joey right away, which I just think is kind of, like, a nasty thing to say to begin with. <laughs> me bless you (laughs) um she has the line of saying you know do me a favor don't jump joey right away none of your business Uh, yes i mean it really isn't and and you know that that's not who dawson is 
So uh, I think I, I think that if Jen would have would have allowed, I think Dawson would have had sex with Jen. Maybe, maybe. But I just think like it's still a kind of nasty thing to say to somebody. And then she says like, "Oh, I can't handle seeing you together um, because it will send me to razor blades," uh. which, like, I don't know. I think it's just such <sighs> a. I don't know. So like, the thing is that she, she. What do I want to say? Okay, so there's like times where people are like, oh, like, you know, I'm going to drown myself. And they're like saying it yeah. in a joking manner. But I don't think that that's what Jen's doing here. The way she says it makes it sound like she's very serious about it. Yeah. And and Dawson's like, don't even joke about that. Like, that's not that's not like a funny thing to say. Yeah. It's it's very concerning. Um, I would be and concerned just, if I heard my friend say that when she's yeah. going through a very traumatic time, like losing a loved one. Um, I would take it yeah. seriously. A hundred percent, especially because you know that she doesn't have like, again, she's newish to town. She doesn't have a ton of friends. She feels very alone. And you're her ex-boyfriend trying to be her friend in this moment, but also trying to be on, like, a date with someone you're newly, like, romantic with, right? So, like, it's a tough spot to be in. It's a really I, – I didn't like it. I mean, I, I obviously didn't like it. But it's just one of those things where you're like, gosh, like, if you feel bad for Jen. At the same time, you're like, Jen, just stop, stop doing what you're doing. Like, stop it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that was a tough spot. I don't know. I think – I think we're just we're gonna get a lot of roller coaster of emotions from Jen this season. Um, I don't know. It feels like she's spiraling. You know. Yeah, I think that she's going through a very hard time, and I I do feel for her because losing a loved one, especially when you feel like that is all you have, it is mm-hmm. extremely. It, it's hard. It's I mean, it's really really difficult. Yeah. Um, I believe that if anybody goes through these sorts of thoughts or difficulties or you know have ex- like um tendencies to want to self-harm for America I know that if you text h o m e to 741741 that connects you to a crisis counselor um just some food for thought um mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, and I'm hoping like obviously we're going to put like content warnings, trigger warnings, you know, if it comes up more often in the mm-hmm. show. Um, just, you know, heads, we'll try to give everybody a heads up in case it's something they're uncomfortable hearing about. Um, we'll, we'll do our best. But yeah, I mean, I just think hard, hard start to season two for Jen. And I mean, again, tough to really judge too much of what she does because she's grieving right now. Um, but I just hope that like this is in I hope that we just we see a lighter side to Jen this season. Um, yeah. I want her to have fun. You know what I mean? Ooh, like I want her to enjoy yeah. herself. Yeah. Maybe so. I'm I'm really hopeful to see Jen like really slut it up and be bad, yes. a baddie. I want to see her just like date anybody and everybody and like yeah. have, fun. have fun. And I think that would be great. So we'll see what ends up happening. But who is going to date her with that haircut? Oh. <laughs> Maybe she could do something. Maybe she straightened it. I don't know. I don't know what she could do. I don't know. Ugh, I it's don't bad. Know. So did she get a perm too? No, I think they. I think her hair is straight, and I think she just like they curl it. Her like she curls it herself. I'm gonna have to see this in action. Oh God, she's totally going to have like a crisis where she's like going through it, and she's like, 
uh, what is it? What is it? What show was it where they're like, I got a haircut. Like, don't you love it? And like, whoever was like, ooh. Um, what show am I I mean, probably a lot of shows. I know. I have no idea. I know. Where it's like you're going through something and getting your hair cut. It's like, you know what I mean? Everybody does that. Yeah. (sighs) Everybody has a mental breakdown. That's what this is. This is a mental breakdown haircut. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so where do we want to go next? Do we want to go to Dawson and Joey and then, yeah. Or do we, okay. So we leave off with them, like basically where we ended the season. Oh gosh, and the hair. It's so bad. It's so the wig bad. is awful. Oh no. Oh no. I couldn't believe it. And I you know what it was? Like it I looks like even, straw. It was really a fright. Um it was a dry ass wig, bitch. Like yeah, that was a dry. A sh- as the as drag race says, a shake and go wig. It was a horrible shake and go wig. Like, girl, get some moisturizer on that fucking hair. Put some leave <laughs> yeah. conditioner. It yeah. looked awful. Lyndall from Australia says the wig that Dawson has to wear in the opening scene haunts my dreams. It is horrendous. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't take my eyes off of it. And honestly, thank God I watched these episodes twice because like I couldn't stop watching. It didn't his even hair. look like his hair though. It looked bad. It looked shorter than what his hair was. I was like, is this yeah. his haircut? It didn't have like the volume and the zhuzh yeah. that season one Dawson's hair has. I mean, do, don't they have extra Ellen DeGeneres wigs somewhere? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Honestly, yes. Just <laughs> add a little bit of volume or length to yeah. that and you're good. Um, But yeah, so basically they're like making out. Dawson asks now what? And then they get into this like. It's so awkward, tiff. but it's so teenager. It is where he's like Dawson says, "Oh, maybe we'll wake up and it will be a dream." And of course, that offends Joey because she's like, "Oh, you don't, you didn't want this to happen." So she goes to leave, and he rightfully so. Again, good move on Dawson. He stops her before <gasps> she leaves. Okay, hold on, Dawson what? finally being assertive and yes. telling her to stay was the hottest thing that Dawson's done in yeah. fourteen episodes. Yeah, I I liked the assertiveness. I Me liked too. the the ag- not aggressive. I don't want to say aggressive. Forward. He was very mm-hmm. forward. Mm-hmm. He was very like this is what I want. The, you know, it, he hemmed and he hawed a little bit for the first couple minutes of the episode. But I felt like after that, he was very much like one tracked mind. I'm yeah. gonna date Joey. I'm trying to think like if I got into this conversation, it's clearly because you want the other person to be like, this is what I want. Yeah. And it's like neither one of them wants to say it. Neither. Yeah. Neither wants to say it. So the fact that like neither are saying it, they're all they're winding up saying like the negative part of it, which is like, oh, is that what you want? So they're both like questioning like, oh, what do you want? Oh, what do you want? They don't want to be like be vulnerable and put themselves out there if the other one doesn't want that because then they look like the asshat. Yeah, exactly. And I think like. (laughs) <laughs> it is just very teenager Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, I got, I've got into this conversation, like, last week. Like, I yeah. got, it's, it's hard to say what you want sometimes. <laughs> but I think, okay, I feel like, so after this, they're, like, pretty much good to go for most of the episode. But do you think that James Vanderbeek and Katie Holmes had to constantly be eating mints? Because they literally are standing, like, three inches from each other's faces, for like 90% of their scenes together. Like they're so close to one another without kissing. It made me feel like uncomfortable. Like not, They you both know, look like they have good up. dental health. It doesn't look like uh, mm-hmm. they have any teeth issues that yeah. you would possibly make a floor with them. Um, oh, God. 
<laughs> we could cut that out. That's fine. No one's going to know what that means. Um, um, yeah. I just think like... I just think, like, I would be so uncomfortable. Like, I am not someone who's, like, a close talker. Like, I like no. my space. And they were so close to each other's yeah. faces the yeah. whole time. Yeah, that's pretty much, like, the one benefit of um, wearing masks these days and trying to social distance is that, like, no one's yeah. in your, like, immediate space. Yeah, get out of my bubble, please. Like, I've not smelt, like, one bad breath in a year and two months. <laughs> Because the mask masks it. So that's yeah. the one good thing about it. But yeah, like I think that like actors talk a lot about like making sure your breath is fresh during like a makeout scene or things yeah. like that. Uh, because nobody wants to be kissing like the person that just had like a tuna garlic fish knots and like tuna yeah. fish and, and all that jazz. Yeah. yeah. But that was just something that stood out to me. Just again, it's Lots like every single talking. scene they have together. Um, I don't want I don't but- like close talkers. Me neither. Yeah. So, um, yeah, go ahead. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. No, I was just going to say, like, um, you know, we have this, like, really, really, like, cute, like, shooby-doo-doo, like, summer loving scene. Yes, in Um, the morning when they're waking up and, like, getting ready and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like... Bessie and Joey are talking about um, the kiss and like Bessie realizes like how like happy Joey looks and like she's like you are not normally in a good mood this early and she's like yeah like I had a kiss and like she's really excited about it it's like pretty cute I loved the Joey Bessie scenes this episode Mm -hmm. I really thought that this felt and I don't have a sister so I guess I can't really say but this felt very sisterly to me like Joey doesn't have her mom to like talk about this with and maybe she wouldn't even if her mom was around like maybe she would talk to her sister instead but it felt very sisterly very cute where her sister's giving her advice and talking about how like the second kiss is more important than the first kiss because you you have time to think about it I strongly disagree nobody remembers Um, the second kiss but their significant others well she says that like oh the first kiss is the passionate one and the second kiss is the rational one I like disagree because I think there's so much pressure around a first kiss I think like in Joey and Dawson's case like Dawson just did it right so there wasn't like Mm -hmm. a lot of thinking but I think for most people when you're starting to date somebody there's a lot of pressure with that first kiss because I mean a lot of people say like it's a make or break thing like if he's a bad if he or she is a bad kisser it's like your attraction for them kind of goes down or goes away or whatever 
And I think that like there's way more pressure behind a first kiss. I think once you've had your first kiss, your second kiss is so much easier. Right. Then again, yeah. I was never in a will they, won't they relationship. So yeah. Probably different in their situation. Probably, probably. But you never hear about the second kiss. But Bessie is no. partial to the second kiss because she says it means something more. Yeah. And I thought this was, I thought these were like so cute. The scenes together, they, they were so cute. Yeah. I loved them. Yeah. Um, so we also see Joey, you know, going to the teacher and deciding mm-hmm. against France. Shocker. Yeah, we all saw that coming. And Joey even, like, toys with Dawson a little bit by saying, like, oh, I think I just made the biggest mistake of my life. Yeah, this was a cute interaction, too. And then she's like, you know, um, yeah, like, she's like, you know, like, I'm staying for, like, a guy, like, he's a lucky guy. Or no, like, Mm -hmm. Dawson says, like, oh, yeah, he's a very lucky guy. Which, like, you know, I thought that was cute. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, this is when and, we get the whole arousal situation. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, Dawson is, <laughs> like I said, he's relieved, ecstatic, psyched, and even aroused. Um, but hormones aside, she wants to talk it out with Dawson. Um, they also toy with the fact, like, is this a big mistake? Is this okay? He is very reassuring. I loved um, that from him. Yeah. He's like, I thought this was great. Yeah. Let's concentrate on the simple stuff like a date. And then he invites her to the last show at the Rialto. Do you think that um, that that bitchy girl ever got to use her tickets for winning a uh, second runner up to the Rialto <laughs> in time? That is such a good point. She's like, fuck this place. <laughs> Literally, it was like two Creek weeks ago. Yeah. I mean, she has to go back down. to her boarding school in what Connecticut. What a shitty prize. I know. I know. The Rialto shouldn't have uh, offered that up as a prize. So oh my that's God, sad. You're right. So yeah. They're like, haha, jokes on you. We're going out of business. <laughs> so yeah, they're dirty talking in the halls. Um, and then that's when Jen comes up to them. Um, yeah. And that whole thing blah, happens. Blah, blah, blah. So then it's first date time. First date first date um love how all of a sudden dawson is rich rich and has like a motorboat yes i wrote this in all caps in my notes dawson has a motorboat what the fuck yeah like all these years of joey just fucking (laughs) rowing just fucking manual labor rowing and fucking dawson could have gone fucking took an extra five seconds drove his goddamn motorboat down the fucking creek and picked her ass up Come on, Dawson. Joey should have never had to row that boat once. No, and maybe she's a strong, independent. Listen, we stand a strong, independent queen. However, you have a fucking motorboat, and you've made you'd made this poor girl row her arms to death <laughs> for the like however yeah. many years you all have been yeah, friends. Did he rent Shame this? on you. I think I don't know. He, we'll see. Is, I guess is it his right family's? because like. I don't know. If we see it later, then we'll know. And then what Dawson does is he picks a flower in his in her own garden. I thought it was cute. It was like a wildflower. Don't touch my flowers. I don't even think that was like a daisy. It wasn't anything fancy. Don't give me daisies. Oh, yeah. We've been through this, huh? Um, it wasn't a daisy. I don't know what it was, but it was like not like anything. Yeah. I thought it was cute. It was like a little. Well, she like, liked it. Yeah, she it was it. sweet. I would have rather the diamonds in the convertibles. Or the moment. I mean, obviously. So they're about to kiss. Mm -hmm. There's like a little of like when, like, will they kiss? Won't they kiss? There's like Mm -hmm. a little like awkward moments. But um, 
I love them holding hands. Then though. they decide to just was, hold hands, which yeah, I, I thought, thought was, that was very sweet. I felt like that sweet. that seemed like the natural next step. It's very like low pressure. Do you right? and Will hold hands? Yeah. When was the last time you held Will's hand? Uh, the other day when we went to Lowe's. You hold hands in Lowe's? <laughs> so romantic. I mean, when we're like walking through the parking lot, we don't like, I don't know. Are like, you we, uh, a, a class? Yeah, fingers or laced. Cup, cuffer. Y- yeah, we're not preschoolers. We lace the fingers. Lace the fingers, yeah. Yeah. Why? Do you hold hands? Yeah. I yeah, I, I think it's like a normal thing. I don't know. Some people I'm not big on PDA, but I, I like I like holding a hand. It's yeah. nice. Yeah. Um, so I also like to what? grab Will's butt and then pretend a stranger did it. He never believes me, but it's very funny because it makes him uncomfortable. In the paint section? In the paint section? Yeah, the paint section of Lowe's? No, just in general. At your own like, home? No. So like we were walking into like the grocery store the other day. Um, because we had to pick up some stuff and I like grabbed, we were in the parking lot and I like grabbed his butt and then I was like, oh my gosh, did you just see that stranger grab your butt? That's very strange, Jessica. Other people do this. Other people have to do this. Why are there so many things that I'm the only one who does this? No, like I like do a lot of things that people don't do, but then I don't like expose myself. Well, I mean, I don't feel like this is, I'm not like doing anything that creepy. (laughs) I mean, you're grabbing him. You're playing grab hat, crap, grab ass, grab hat, (laughs) the grab hat, which I don't have a problem with. But it's like, oh, a stranger did it. It's like, what stranger? It's It's like, oh, my gosh. Did you just see that person grab your butt and run? I'm going to have to try this. You should do it and see. I don't think Drew's going to like it. Why? He doesn't (sighs) like when people grab his butt in public. I've I've literally never touched his ass in public. Really? No. I mean, we're like, we're married. Like, what is this? And I'm not. Do you see any rings on any oh, finger? okay. So once you're married, you can grab his butt in public. Those are the yeah. rules, I guess. Yeah. I guess I'm going to have to wait another 20 years. Oh, my God. So uh, tragic. I just like a butt. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just want to grab a butt. At my at my own home, I grab plenty of butts. But How many butts are you grabbing in That your butt, house? that butt, <laughs> that butt over there, the butt over there. I'm just saying, like, I don't know. I think it's a normal thing to do is to describe your significant other's butt. That's not the question at hand. It's not. I'm not like, oh, I shame people that grab their SO's butts. It's like, that's not what I said. I said, I don't. I Sarah's don't. like a not a never nude, but like a never butt grabber from like. That's what not there? what What's I said either. I, I said know. I don't <laughs> pretend that other people grab asses at the supermarket. OK, That's so you're crazy. saying so the weird aspect is pretending that somebody yeah. else did it, not actually yeah. doing it in public. I see. Yeah, this is funny. Anyway. um, Yeah. So now they're at the theater and they like hold hands when they're watching the movie. Very cute. Very cute. Yeah. Um. And of course, we already talked about like Jen. when Jen interrupts. And- yeah. Joey's mad. Joey's mad because like she's there. Jen's there, but she's Did not she- like so mad where she like says anything. She's just silently peeved. And then does she overreact by leaving? She did leave. I mean, but I mean, I think that Dawson was out there for like fifteen minutes. I think it's weird that he didn't see her. <laughs> Is there more oh, than no, what I say? She, he's like so involved in whatever bullshit Jen is spewing. I guess. So, um, yeah. So Jen, um, Jen, Joey bounces. Dawson sees that she's left. She left her her 
flower on the seat. He's like, oh, I'm in mm-hmm. trouble. So eventually yeah. Dawson finds Joey because this town is so small that you can find <laughs> anybody at a moment's notice. Yep, absolutely. Very easy to find people. Yeah. So he's like, it's not what it looks like. I don't have feelings for Jen. No, that's not what he says. But basically, that's what he says. That's basically what he says. Yeah. And they have their second kiss on the swings, which uh-huh. again is very which, cute. Oh, wait, no, I loved this segment. She's like, well, you know, like I didn't. OK, well, hold on. This is like weird. It's like she says that she doesn't didn't go to France because she that was the easy way out, which is like, mm, I don't know. About I that strongly one. disagree with that. I yeah. feel like the easy way out is leaving town. But yeah, so she but she didn't want to run away because like her first instinct is to run away from her problems. Right. So and then she's like, you know, our friendship and our relationship is complicated. Um, but then, like, Dawson does, like, the cutest thing. He's like, you know what? Like, you don't have to, like, let go of, like, the whole France, like, dream. Like, we have, like, France here. Like, over here is the, yeah. like, boat. Over here is the swing set. Like, they're, like, talking about, like, oh, we can have French fries here. And then we'll have, like, our, like, French kiss on the, the swing. And I thought that was yeah. adorable. No, it was very cute, especially when you're like, shit, like she's missing out on France for this. So like I did like how he like, you know, he calms her down. He reassures her. They sit on the swings and they finally have their second kiss. And it's a good kiss. I thought it was very cute. Again, like we didn't like Dawson in season one. We didn't really want him and Joey to be together. But I feel like one episode into season two (laughs) and I'm not hating it. I'm not hating it. I'm okay. I'm okay. Yeah. It's fine. They keep saying that their relationship is going to like be simple. I think that this is going to be anything but simple. I think this is going to. I mean, it's going to be a hot mess, baby. This is not going to be simple. So how about this metaphor? So Jen was talking about like, oh, our first date was at the Rialto. And they're knocking it down. Like, isn't that like so symbolic for our relationship? And then Dawson comes and says, you know, I heard that the Rialto is being replaced by another theater. And she's like, why would they do that? Like, why would they replace a theater with another theater? And he goes, maybe it'll work even better than the first one. So essentially, he's saying, like, you know, the second theater, the second girl is going to be better than the first is this like I hated the, this as a this metaphor the, is this not it am i thinking too much into this no, no you're 100 percent. like that's okay. exactly what he was insinuating i just think like that's a shitty metaphor <laughs> I feel you're and like, she has no clue what he's talking about no but. and i think like because a lot of times people love old school theaters and like it's it's the history it's the memories it's the nostalgia it's all of those things and i feel like when you're like oh i'm just gonna get something new and exciting like it just doesn't to okay. me it's a shitty metaphor so joey is the rialto and jen is the new theater because no. Joey's the old classic. The- no, I'm saying like a good metaphor yes. would have been Joey is the Rialto because right, she's the but old classic. The she's been around. But right. and then like Jen is the new theater because she's like, you know, the new the new thing. She's and the hot then, shit on like, the block. They're like, yeah. hold on. The Rialto is like, halt, hold the production. This girl that won the beauty pageant still <laughs> has to buy uh, go and use her prize. We have to stop. Keep the Rialto for as long as possible. Keep it open. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's when Joey's like, oh, yes, this is the right fit. This makes more sense to me. Got it. I felt like his metaphor didn't really work in the way he said it. But this is is what he was talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Um, starting to to talk Dawson. That's scary. I mean, you are both Pisces, so. Ooh. Ooh. It happens. Ooh. Um, Um, But also, hold on one second. Dawson was, like, speaking 
like more like he wasn't speaking like he was a poet in the 1700s. You know what I mean? I wonder if they like got a different writing team in for season two. Like I just think like that they're like oh let's not go as heavy on like the film things in season two. Let's make him (gasps) more of a relatable teenager. Holy shit. I just realized something. Well, I realized no I realized one thing. What? Zero. They he did not say Spielberg once in this episode. That's what I'm saying. I think they Holy have a new writers shit. team or something. Because Spielberg did a cease and desist. He's like, do not say my name ever again. Stop saying my name on this fucking show. Yeah, he's like, stop <laughs> it. Um, unbelievable. Um, yeah, that's yes. what I'm saying. Like, I think that it's just like they have a different writing team. He has a different vibe this season. Good showing from Dawson. Probably my favorite episode of Dawson's since the beginning. Since like episode one. Yeah. Yeah. Like if I if we did MVPs LVPs on this show, I would say Dawson's my MVP this episode. I agree. I think he was great. Yeah. Well, I have one other person who might get my MVP. She but. doesn't deserve it yet. She's too green. No, no, net. You can't dictate what I do with my MVP. I <laughs> <laughs> I say no, not yet. <laughs> Speaking of, so now we're let's move let, on to let, Dawson and PC. We gotta do our summer eleven. Summer eleven had me a blast. Yes. Summer eleven it happened so fast. Yes. Yeah, so tell me more. Tell me more. We already did the girl <laughs> stuff with Bessie and Joey. Yeah. Tell me more. Tell me more with the deep voice yeah. is Dawson and PC, which so silly to me. So they had to put the haircuts in here because yeah. PC has <laughs> a horrendous hairstyle from a different movie that he was in before this movie. Oh, like he is was, that he what was it in was? Something. He he was in like some movie and he had like dyed his hair. So they like made an excuse and said he was going to quote unquote frost his tips. What movie do you know? I don't remember. Um, oh. I'd have to look at his well, IMDb. That's helpful. Well, I, does it matter? Are you going to go watch it? I <laughs> might have. All right, let me look it up. Okay. Um, While but, you do that, I will say that um, Tom Palmer wrote in. Oh, maybe it was Cruel Intentions. He was in Cruel Intentions? Apparently. I don't remember that. Um, Cruel, Cruel Intentions, Intentions, I love that movie. was in 1999. Really? I loved Cruel Intentions. So I didn't like so, it. I watched it once and I was not a fan. What? Um, okay. There are a Tom- few things. He was in a lot of stuff between 19... 19- I'm sorry, you asked. He was in a lot of stuff between... like So in 1998, he was in Apt People, Urban Legend, The Battery, and then in 1999, he was in Cruel Intentions, which I think is the one he dyed his hair for. I'm going to have to look that up. I don't remember him in Cruel Intentions, and that's one of my favorites. So Tom Palmer wrote in and said, just want to say that the Dawson and Pacey getting their hair done together before school may be the least realistic scene all in all of television. Uh, yeah, I mean, getting haircuts before school, getting your hair dyed right before school, it doesn't make sense. No, they just had to do it because he had that dyed hair. Again, he didn't have frosted tips. So then he, was like, he wearing on- a wig? Oh, it was the haircut. Yeah. The first time we saw him this episode, he was getting his hair done. Okay, so the frosted tips was not for the movie. It was the haircut. No, I'm saying, yes. The What I'm saying is the The haircut he ends up with is not frosted tips. His hair is like fully bleached. Frosted tips is like just the tips are like bleached. I felt like his whole head was like... (sighs) A different color. There was some brown in there. I think it was maybe it just highlights. looked to me. It looked like, but was his okay. So was showing. the bleach for yes? Then yes. Why was his hair brown in the beginning? 
When was his hair brown? In the very beginning, like when he was be- when he was getting his hair cut, and they were well, they like had soap on his head. It was it no 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 they no, no, I don't remember they were cutting. It doesn't matter. Okay, whatever. The point is Ugh, that God. they're having like they're talking all about the kiss with Joey. Yeah, and Pacey was like, "Oh, I thought you were gonna draw out the will they won't they for four years." Which no, I thought very was meta, very community. Yes. And he's very, like, he's, like, all about getting with a senior cheerleader named Christy, who is yeah. Allie Larder. I don't know if you oh, recognized yeah. her. Of course I did. She's in Entourage, Heroes, Final she Destination She looks the movies. same. She's in a ton. Of, yeah. Oh, my God. She does not age. No. Um, and I thought this scene together, like, I love when, like, Dawson and PC have their, like, bro down moments, if you will. Yeah. Um, I thought it was fun. You're going to have sex? It's like, no, bro. Yes. But he's um, inspired. He's inspired. So he asks his hairdresser for something new and fresh like frosted tips. Mm. And Poor decision. It looks awful. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, like, I wasn't a fan. I was kind of shocked by it. Um, mm-hmm. Our friend Cheeky Hobbit says, I was a fan of the frosted tips. LOL. I thought he looked good. So it seems to be like a polarizing thing. I just... I don't know. I prefer him with the, you know, the regular brown hair, honestly. He looked summery. Um, but. I think it's good for a summer. I think what I do like about it is that he has this, you know, this new confidence about yes. him. And yeah. I liked that. And so he, he puts on his aviators. Which I drives loved. Dougie's cop car. Bad. It was no, his dad's just, cop car. Oh, sorry. Yes, it was his At dad's cop car. At first I thought car. it was Dougie's cop car, but it was his dad's. Yeah. Even worse. And immediately crashes into new girl Andy. He crashed into her. Yeah. Which he totally gaslights her later on. Yeah. Because she like because he's a because she thinks he's a cop. So of course she like thinks it's her fault. Yeah. So Andy's. So we meet Andy. Andy. Mm -hmm. Andy. Andy McPhee from Rhode Island. Who is Andy? What actress is she? Oh, gosh. Now I have to look it up. Um, what? Like, this is a simple question, Jessica. I don't know her name. She's not in a ton of other things. I'm looking it so, up. I'm looking okay, it up. I'm her name is about- Meredith Monroe. Oh, and was she in anything else? I mean, I don't recognize her. Oh, apparently she was in 13 Reasons Why. Oh. Uh, NCIS LA, uh, Criminal Minds. She was in for, oh, she was Hotch's wife from Criminal Minds. I do remember that. I do remember that. She was in Psych. She's played a lot of like one-off characters in television, it looks like. So we meet Andy. Um, So I was right. She is a female woman. Um, Girl. Teenager. We already already knew that. I told you that she was. Um... (laughs) I got, I mean, like, she's cute. Like, I, I think for the weird thing was, like, you know, whenever, like, you hear about somebody, like, you envision, like, a different person in your mind. Did, so, what kind of character did you picture her being? So, it's, I think that the personality is right-ish. Like, I don't think I imagined her as being, like, a neurotic. Like, so she has, like, her neurotic side where she's, yeah. like, very nervous and she was, like, having anxiety attacks. I think I was envisioning, like... The personality that we see where she's like a equal to Pacey in terms okay. of like mischievousness, mischievous, which mis- she she does have, which she does have. Side. So yeah. that's her other side of her. Um, I thought that she was going to be a brunette. I'm kind of surprised that she was blonde. I don't know why mm-hmm. I wasn't envisioning like a blonde. I guess yeah. I was envisioning like somebody that looks like um, Abby 
but we already have Abby. So like, why do we need like another Abby? Um, so, um, but no, she's like really cute. Um, she just got her license. She was very, very, very upset to crash into the cop car. They just Mm -hmm. moved in town. They're rich. They're part of the country club. She drives a sob. Um, yes. So Pacey's trolling her like as Pacey does. Um, you know, they have this little interaction. She begs and he lets her go. Um, yeah. And then, of course, it doesn't take long for her to realize that Pacey isn't a cop because they go to the same school. Yeah. And yeah, he's I like love... bragging to a bunch of randos about this. Yeah. Like this talk, which is so... about. Yeah. About tricking her. Yeah. And I love like how immediately she just turns on him. She calls him like a pathetic, lovelorn loser. Mm-hmm. Um, I love her tricking him by being like, oh, I'll introduce you to Christy. I don't know why he didn't second guess her intentions. Um, but he seemed like, oh, yeah, sure. I'll I'll believe this. And then, of course, like, Pacey asks her out. Christy agrees. And there's, like, this whole side plot of, like, Pacey's waiting for her. Turns, I don't know why Christy even agreed to this. She thinks he has a, quote, unquote, heart stripe, which doesn't exist. Yeah, she makes it up because it sounded yeah. bad. And it's one of those things where it's, like, why would Christy even say yes? But she's like, oh, oh you're so brave. Um, I, I understand, uh, you know, you you being, you not wanting to talk about it. I have asthma or something, something <laughs> crazy. Yeah, she compares like his near death experiences to her <laughs> asthma. Um, and, and this is when, so Pacey's like apparently, I don't know, maybe he just felt like the hair wasn't a vibe for him because it seems like he's going to dye it back. And, uh, and like Andy is there and she like is like, oh, use this. And they have like, I really like their like back and forth, like their banter is really good. And, um, and yeah, so it's just. I don't know. Like, I love how also Andy is like the one person to be like, your hair looks like fucking shit. Like, she just doesn't <laughs> even care. She's like, your yeah. hair looks awful. Yeah. Here, give, use this box dye set. And he's like, oh, are you just, are you pulling one over on me? And she's like, I guess you'll have to find out. Like, I just, she just drops the mic and fucking leaves, checks out with whatever she bought. Yeah, like, she's a cool girl. I like that. I like that. It's a great introduction for Andy, I yeah. thought. She seems like she's going to be a good, um, a good tick for his talk i don't think that's the expression but that is not the expression <laughs> are you on tiktok too much if you yeah, think that's the yeah, expression a good a tick for tat. tick for his tat or something yeah or? yeah yeah like it they're gonna be a good, good simon to his garfunkel his good uh, peanut butter to pasty's jelly <laughs> so um I, I i'm excited about andy i'm excited about like uh, the possibilities with her i obviously think that this is definitely um, Pacey's new um, love interest. You predicted that at the end of season one. So time will tell if you're right. I think I'm right. Um, I think I'm right. So interesting. I, think- I, I thought this was like a great, I, I understand what you mean. Like if we're giving out MVPs, like probably Dawson gets it. However, I do think that like Andy should get an honorable mention because I think like great introduction episode for her. Yeah. I'm very excited about everything that Andy has to offer. I'm kind of curious, like if she is going to be a new friend to the creek creeps like is she, is mm-hmm. she going to be like a fifth creek creep because i don't see her really getting on that much with jen and 
uh, Joey. Joey. Like, I don't really know how yeah. she's going to fit into that whole equation. Like, well, time I will think- tell because, like, we could, I mean, realistically, because Pacey always seems to be on the outs, like, you could envision him him having, like, her as, like, a side I know, but they all whatever. need, they need, they no, all I know. need friends. Like, they all yeah. need, like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe I can see Jen and Andy getting on, but, like, how much... I mean, how much do they have in common besides being like she's the new girl Coming now? Jen's family. the yeah. old new girl, so yeah. maybe she can show her around and be like, "Oh, this is what Cape Side is like. Everyone's really psychotic and like <laughs> everyone's pretty awful." And this is Dawson Creek High where everyone sucks. Don't go after Cliff because I'm saving him. Uh, this is Dawson's Creek where um, we don't have motorboats, but oh wait, we do have motorboats now. <laughs> um, now that we're rich, yeah, yes, yeah. Um, interesting to see what will happen between um, Andy and the rest of the group. I'm just yeah. happy that she's here because I think like kind of I don't want to say like a breath of fresh air because it's not like we needed fresh air, but I think it's fun to get a new character. No, yeah, no, we needed a new character. It was time. Yeah, it was yeah. time. Um, so then I'm going to so. say that whoever we're getting next is probably going to be the person that's going to pull Jen out of this funk. Mm, okay. So okay. that's um, my next pro- Whoever, John, James, whatever that dude's name is. Yeah. Um, Joey, whether Joseph, whether... Can you imagine jo- if there was another Joey? Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's like jo- that boy Joey. Confusing. Yeah, yes, boy whatever, Joey. whoever this dude is. Yes. Um. Why do we need another J name? We don't need another J name. Too many J names. J. Yeah. Joey. Jen. Yeah. Yeah. We don't yeah. need another J name. Okay. Um, do we want to do notable '90s songs? Yeah. There's two. For there me. are two. Yes. Dose. I had two as well. I had "Out of My Head" by Fastball, which is oh, yeah. like after the intro with Joey and Dawson like waking up, like yeah. kind of like the you said "Tell Me More" moment is. That song. Yeah, I listened to that song a few times today and it really like it's really like a bop. And then like the what the mm-hmm. Spotify plays songs that are like that song after mm-hmm. and like the playlist I was totally vibing with. Yeah, it's a great flashback song. It's yeah. really great. And then there was like a version of Have a Little Faith in Me. Oh, I didn't that- hear that. Oh, okay. So that one, Have a Little Faith in Me, was this version was by John Hyatt, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was the end of the episode with Joey and Dawson, like, oh. by the swing sets. I didn't yeah. hear what that. was the other song you had? Uh, Say Goodnight by Beth Nielsen oh. Chapman in the very beginning. Yeah. There, so, again, maybe this is a sign of things to come that we're going to have a lot of good songs, or maybe no. it was just the premiere and they're just like yeah. throwing all the money it's down the drain right away. It's where the good songs come. Mm. That's right. That's right. Uh, um, sassy so yes. sassy quaint sassy, sassy saying. saying of the week i had um i didn't there to me there weren't a ton but i had yeah. jen saying um i was the girl whose sole purpose was to allow you to figure out who you were really in love with i felt like that was kind of like shady more shady. than sassy yeah but i really i did like that line yeah what i have, have uh two two I've um from Andy. I've always had a soft spot for pathetic, lovelorn losers such as yourself. <laughs> that is a good one. And then this is not sassy, but maybe saucy. Um, from Dawson, what you and I have may never be simple, but that doesn't mean that we're not going to be scorching. It's Ugh. it's saucy. It is saucy, and it's it very, very saucy. Te- it's, 
It's not, I mean, there's nothing going to be any, nothing's ever going to top, but I'm a teenager. <laughs> that one's always going to be at the top for us. Yeah. But, um, but, uh, yeah, it's fine. Um, do we want to do, do we want to do feedback first and then fashion hour? Sure. Sounds good. So, um, I have like some really exciting things to tell you. Oh, great. I'm excited. It's not that exciting. I'm aroused. You're aroused. Okay. <laughs> so everyone has turned off the podcast every single time we've said aroused on this podcast. Yeah. Okay. So we got a message from somebody named Asmani underscore or or I'm so sorry. I'm like so <laughs> illiterate. Um, but please I, correct us if you, if we have not said this I, correctly. No, I did not say it correctly. I'm so sorry. No, but I don't know. This is what they said. Just mm-hmm. want to say I love your pod all the way from Pakistan. <gasps> Recently watched That's Dawson so cool. in quarantine. Holy crap. We have somebody in Pakistan. Hello. Welcome. Thank you for oh listening. Oh my gosh. That's so exciting. Thank you so much. Okay. Next up from Vanessa underscore 9169. Pacey and Andy were the best. She was the first one to make him feel good about himself, which I love. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. This is going to be good. Um, so thank you. Thank you. And then we do have an email from our friend Dirk Bag Kelly. Mm-hmm. And just get a just 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 listen to this, Jessica. First off. I'm now a Sarah stand stan with her Andy prediction slash take from the last podcast. So let's just jump into my notes from the show. So first of all, I just want you to just want you to settle into that. I'm <laughs> well, a, I could have made the Andy prediction, too, but I've seen the show. <laughs> he says, um, I'm a Sarah stan. Just just wanted you to, okay. to know that you're going to make a plaque of that, aren't you? Since I'm now a Sarah stan. <laughs> Air date is October 7th, 1998. Oh, are you fucking you. kidding Thank you. me? Boom, boom, boom. Oh, you have no idea what you just did, Dirtbag Kelly. Like, this is literally going to be a thing going forward now where she is, like, bragging about that. You have no idea the can of worms you have just opened up. So thank you very much, Dirtbag Kelly. Oh, my God. Uh, um. Okay. Uh. He noted that there's a new intro and opening. He writes, I like that Bessie is back and immediately calls out Joey on her shit. Also, mm-hmm. I like how the boys were gossiping in the hair salon and the girls were changing attire. We are yeah. always gender bending in this uh Actually, that's podcast. a good point. I didn't I didn't think about that. I, really I've never point. changed attire. I have no clue. I've tried to once, but the lug nuts were on too tight. I don't even know what a lug nut was. It's what attaches the tire to the wheel. Pacey's frosted tips with a emoji of like putting the hand on the head. Yeah. Not a fan. Yeah. Andy with like 20 exclamation points. And he says that Andy had a solid intro. The balls on Pacey to ask this girl out. Um, but why does he think Andy would help him after he tricked her yes. and then was That's bragging about it in the hallways? Yes. Um, About Jen. Uh, I know that you're going through a lot, but... Um, until the Grams convo at the very end, uh, end of the movie or end of the yeah end of the movie, just stop. Um, yeah. Pacey, hopefully you'll survive your heart stripe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. I'm very concerned. 
And then I love that she made that up, by the way, that Andy is the heart. It was so yeah. funny. Yeah. Dirtbag Kelly is a huge Andy stan. I can just tell. Me mm-hmm. and Andy, one in the same. Um, the best of the best. Uh, so Dirtbag Kelly is a Mitch stan, I think, also, because he says, where does Gail get off? Um... Interesting. Yeah. Well, I want to hear more about this. If this storyline continues, Dirtbag Kelly, I'd really like to hear your opinions on it just because I feel like you and I are kind of like of the same mind, Sarah. Like, Mm -hmm. we're kind of just like either get over it or get a divorce. Like, don't, don't punish her forever. But I'd like to hear the opposite opinion. Well, Um, because we're both like have a female perspective about it. So having a male perspective on it would be very, I'd love to know. Helpful. Um, So, met episode for Dirtbag Kelly because. Um, he says, I never really cared about Dawson and Joey, but we get our first glimpse of Queen Andy, who shows up being awesome for the jump, although I'm not exactly sure why she makes a fool of Christy as well as she was nice to her. But let's not think about mm. that. So yeah, how do you fair. feel about that? Like, do you think that like she was like unlawfully like weird about it to Christy, who is I just mean, trying yeah, to you're nice? kind of making Christy feel guilty about something that like isn't even true. But I think yeah. that it's a little bit more innocent given that Christy has a boyfriend and like she knows that she's unavailable. Yeah. Um. But still like not I guess not great if you look at it from that perspective. Yeah. Funny that we're back to Mitch and Gail drama. Jen continues to fly her plane into the ground. Uh, yeah. Thoughts that the show immediately picks up from where we left off on season one. Um, what are your thoughts on that? I liked it. I didn't mind it. I think it's difficult when everybody gets hairstyles. That are different. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I like that. I like the idea, though, that they're not just like speeding forward two months into like Dawson and Joey's relationship. I feel like we would have wanted to know like what, what the happened. Yeah. 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 So, no, you, I like it. Do you like think it. that had anything to do with it being only 13 episodes season? Kelly asks of why they went like the same day. No, I think that they just they knew they had to like. They knew they could play around with the like, okay, now that they've kissed, what happens next? I think that would have happened regardless. Yeah. Um, so he continues, I'm curious to see when Jen gets better. Was ne- She was never my favorite character, but I don't remember her being this bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a I little think, painful. I think we're in for a rough ride this season uh, with her, I believe. For the I whole think. season? Well, I think. And then she dies her- in season three? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> JK, JK. Oh my God. Um, great work. As always, I've been enjoying the bonus pods as well. Oh, yay. Um, thank you for listening to the bonus pods. If we, um, if you do anything Felicity related, I'm your guy. Holy crap. Okay. I would love to talk Felicity. I've never seen Felicity, but I we think- have talked about, um, yes. what's her name? What's oh, the name? girl that's in Felicity that was oh. in the episode of Boy Meets World. Exactly. I hate when yeah. I do this. I hate this. No, I don't know her name either. I know um, her name. It's just like, I just like, as soon as somebody is like, what's this name? I'm always like, too much I pressure. have no clue. I have no clue. I forget. Yeah, Carrie Russell. Carrie Russell. That's it. No, I We've think. we talked that, about Felicity think, on Boy Meets World a little bit. Yeah, I think realistically, like, and I don't mean to like project into the future here, but we have another year and a half or so of Boy Meets World. And then who knows, like the sky's the limit. Like there are so many 90s shows we could cover. So that's certainly a possibility. I have also never seen Felicity. So it could be fun having neither one of us have any fucking idea what's going on. Um, Yeah, the only thing I know is the haircut thing, which we've talked about. Yes. Yes. How it like ruined Carrie Russell's career. Yes. 
Not, that might be like an over exaggeration. A bit of exaggeration, yeah. <laughs> but no, thank you so much, Dirtbag Kelly. Um, we always, we always your love your feedback. I really, really, really appreciate it. Um, and Sarah extra you. loved that one. I really loved that one <laughs> a lot. Um, so yeah, if anybody else wants to send in feedback, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at shit nineties pod. You can find us through our email shit nineties pod at gmail.com. Um, yes, 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 yes. Um, just any final thoughts on our first episode of season two? Um, my, my final thought is that we need to get into fashion hour because I oh. have so many thoughts on the fashion because fashion, fashion hour. Fashion yes, hour. of course. I always, I don't know why I forgot about fashion hour sometimes. Well, I know you yelled at me the one time I forgot about it. Yeah. Um, Okay, so fashion hour this week. Let's dive right in because obviously every I'm like, you know, I'm not going to what is it called? Lead. I'm not going to bury the lead. Bury the lead. I'm not going to bury the lead. We have to talk about Pacey. About who? Pacey. Pacey. Um, Pacey. Okay, so the outfit I picked is basically his like aviator cop outfit. Um, mainly, mainly, obviously, because of his hair. So he bleached his hair. His shirt is like a long, really long polo. It's like a navy blue, but then it also has vertical stripes, like up to the shoulders. It's kind of weird. It's a bowling um, shirt. Yeah, I guess it does. But doesn't, don't bowling shirts have pockets? Oh. Like a, I feel like they have a pocket. Yeah, normally it has no pocket. Yeah. Um, and he's wearing like super baggy khakis and what looked to me to be like beige vans, beige van sneakers. Um, yeah, and then obviously skater shoe. Yes. And then obviously he's wearing he has aviators and obviously the hair is. Here's the thing. It's not even a true frosted tip, in it's my opinion. Not, and I showed you quite recently a very good representation of frosted tips. Yes. So what are your thoughts on Pacey's outfit here? Um, I mean, to be honest with you, I was feeling it when he was pretending to be a cop. And I don't know if that's kind of like a, ooh, you're a man with a badge. Like, you look cute. And like, with your sunglasses, with your aviators and the bleached hair but as soon as he went into school he seemed to be 10 times less attractive so um I was feeling it at first but um the outfit like the shirt is fine the pants or whatever it is 90s-esque I'm really feeling those sunglasses as a person who has a collection of sunglasses it's one of my vices when I'm spending stupid money that I don't want to spend or I shouldn't be spending rather these are some prime sunnies love these and it looks good with the hair um the hair I think the hair is just bleached bleached blonde but it has like a root I think that this is what's happening I don't think it's true frosted tips exactly it's not in my opinion yeah no I agree I like the aviators at least and the shoes are nice um Moving on, we have new girl Andy. Um, the I I chose this outfit for two reasons. So this is the outfit that she crashes into. Um, crashes into Pacey, or sorry, Pacey crashes into her in this outfit. Um, she is wearing a um, is it like a gingham, like a plaid type of I would say plaid. mini skirt. Yeah. Um, like a pencil, kind of like a pencil skirt, mini skirt. Um, that's like pink and green. No, kind of. I think it's a skater skirt. It's flounce. Oh. It's flouncy. Okay, skater skirt. Um, she's wearing a green. Oh no, it's pencil. 
No, it's not. I don't know. It's like oh a, my god, it's it's a hybrid. It's a hybrid of a pencil. It's and a, a hybrid skirt. Sorry. Um, she's wearing a green top, and then she's wearing like a denim long sleeve shirt that is tied in the front. Um, and then she has a brown headband, and uh, like looks like just like a kind of normal sandal, honestly. I think, but the reason. Like, oh yeah, there's yeah, there's like a little chunk to them. Yeah, it's a little chunky sandal. The reason I chose this, though, was because of the headband and the shirt tied in the front. Those Mm -hmm. two things, like headbands were very 90s. And I also feel like a lot of people tied their shirt up, almost like you're like going to like a rodeo, kind of. Like it reminds me of like, you know what I mean? Like cowgirl type of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I actually like Andy's later outfit better. Um. But I do like this headband. She is sitting at the back of the crown of her head. Um, yeah. It is, is pushed far back. Um, my favorite thing about all of this is that when I was taking a screenshot, I really got to see, like, Andy's ID. And that is a man in that ID, Maury. <laughs> like, that is not. Called out. That is not Andy in that ID, yeah. sir. Do you, do you yep. see this? That is a yeah, man. I see exactly it's like, what you're it's talking totally about. It's like the production assistant. Yeah, they're just like, oh shit, we didn't think about making her one. Okay, just take this. Exactly. So yeah. <laughs> that was my favorite part. I mean, it's an okay outfit. Um, Like I said, I think I like a different outfit from Andy. I'm curious what her general style is. Like, we see Joey dressing up more as like a tomboy or wearing, we joke that she wears Dawson's old clothes a lot. Um, Not so much in this episode, though. Um, Or like Jen, who either like, you know, teeters between like a, a jean and a turtleneck or like you know, her communion dress. owl dresses or yeah. floral dresses and cardigans. So I'm really excited to see what Andy's signature style is. I couldn't get like a full grasp this episode, yeah. but it seems as though she's like more girly and more contemporary almost. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll preppy, see. This is just her first episode. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so. she does live in like the country club area or whatever. So, yeah. so I'm looking um, forward to seeing more from Andy in terms of clothes. Yes. And finally, um, the reason I put Jen here, and this is in her just kind of like very basic, like she goes to school, but then she leaves like a very like salmon-y, pinky, like basic V-neck t-shirt. The reason I chose this, because we don't even like see her bottoms, is because of her hair. And the reason I thought that it deserved to be here because of her hair is even though I believe the reason they put her hair up in so many clips is because they were trying to hide that she got her hair cut because it's supposed to be like the next day. I think that like this, this gave me very much like Miranda from Lizzie McGuire vibes of like hair all up, but then a million clips in it. And so that's kind of why I chose it. I was also struggling to find like another solid outfit for the Mm -hmm. Rachel Green Award. And so Mm -hmm. I thought that mainly because of her hair was the reason I put her here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the shirt kind of looks like a scrubs top for a nurse. Um, But I can see the clips in the hair. I did notice the clips. I, I am pretty impressed that you can tell that her hair was cut in here because I wasn't I just thought her hair looked a mess like I couldn't put two and two together that it was already cut at this point. Yeah. Um, You know, I, I see where you're going with this. Ultimately, I think I'm going to give it to Pacey. OK. Um, Love the aviators. Pacey's probably not going to get another chance for the rest of the entire season. <laughs> 
so might as well just give it to Pacey now. Um, yeah. And I think this is the last of the quote unquote frosted tips that we're going to see. I think by next time he's going to have his regular brown hair. I mean, maybe if he dyes it right with that box dye. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yep. So um, while we still have it, let's just feature Mr. Pacey. All right. Congratulations to Pacey getting the Rachel Green Award, the first of the season. Yep. Um, moving on to the Paul Rudd Certificate of Timelessness for the most timeless outfit. Um, first up, I have Joey. And this is her like summer loving outfit. So um, we see her in school, like a really good view of this outfit. She has on white shorts, which are quite short, but she's also a very tall girl. So I think anything is going to look super short on her. Yeah. Um, And she has on a lilac, a very pale lilac uh, tank top, which has an interesting cut. It's kind of like very boxy, like a square square neckline. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. And she has her signature red backpack as always. And her hair is just typical Joey hair, you know kind of just straight a little bit curled at the end um you know just her average hairstyle yeah this is a well this is supposed to be a paul red certificate timelessness award i was gonna say i wore the same outfit in sixth grade but the only difference was is that i had to wear a bra and she doesn't have to yes um so i mean yes i can see somebody wearing it now um this little purple top is quite cute her hair is um her hair looks good. I mean, she looks very nice in the stuff. It actually, in the bottom picture, you can see a good, good clip pick, clip pick. Yes, of hair. You can see yeah. what I mean by Jen's hair having that like two inches I at see. the bottom. I that see. is like that's how Seems you can like tell. Seems like some trickery. It's a yep. it's a decent outfit. Um, I can understand why you would put this here. Yeah, I just thought it was cute. It was very summery to me. I think yeah. any girl who wears white shorts is very bold, as I would never. And I liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I only picked two this week for the Paul Rudd Certificate of Timelessness. I just felt like I'm not going to force it, you know. And this other one I felt was very relatable content. Mm-hmm. We've all had this moment in our lives. So I picked Gail. And this is in the last <laughs> scene with her and Mitch. Um, she's wearing like a light denim jean. Looks to be about a mid-rise. She's wearing a white tank top. Um, and she's wearing what looks to be like one of Mitch's like button down shirts. Her hair is up in a high pony. It looks very messy. It looks like she's been like crying or like upset and distressed. And she's kind of like half wearing the Mitch shirt. And I was just yeah. like, you know what? We've all had these mental breakdowns in our lives where this is what we looked like. Oh, yeah. And so I thought this is a timeless look. It's timeless. <laughs> You got this white tank. Uh, you got some jeans. You're a little bit disheveled. You're a little mm-hmm. bit drunk. Um, I like this from Gail. Yeah, this is like this is the relatable stuff we like to see. Yeah, yeah. I would say um, I'll, let's we'll give it to Gail this week. This is um, a vibe, and I I thoroughly enjoy. Like this is literally like 2020s vibe. Take off the jeans yeah. and put on some sweatpants, and we're there. <laughs> and then you're there. Yes. So congratulations to Gail on winning the Paul Rudd Certificate of Timelessness for this week. Claps. Um, And one last thing. Would you like to predict um, the next episode is called Crossroads. Would you like to predict what you think is going to happen? Yeah. So uh, Andy, Joey and Jen go on a road trip across country. (laughs) Um, Jen is pregnant and... uh, are they, they gonna listen to "Hit Me, Baby" one more time? They, yep, yep, yeah. They You're they so do. Lucky. 
They, uh, I think that there's a, what is it? They danced on the bar. Yep. Yeah. I think that's yep. what's going to happen. Stayed a couple hotels. Okay. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. That tracks. I saw that movie in theaters. Of course you did. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> I saw it after the fact. I remember I watched it on, like, when I was sitting home yeah. one night yeah, or something. I remember seeing it in theaters. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um. So, yes. Uh, I think we already talked about it. If you want to send in feedback at Shit90sPod on all social media, Shit90sPod at gmail.com. Obviously, still covering Boy Meets World. We're going through season two now at Dawson's Creek. Um, we just put out our first bonus podcast for April where we covered the Rugrats Passover episode with Sasha Joseph. Really, really enjoyed that podcast. I thought it was a really important discussion to have. Um, I learned a ton. I thought it was super informative for myself. Um, and I really liked it. So give that a listen if you're still in the holiday spirit, even though we're past Easter and Passover. Yeah. Give it a listen. It was give great. It give it a listen. Um, yeah. So you can, you know, always email us, like I said, at shenanigspod at gmail.com. If you want to follow me on the clubhouse, the club hizzy at Sarah Ferguson. <laughs> Tune in to my weekly pop culture show. We'd love mm-hmm. that for me. Yes, we uh, do. And Jessica yeah, and then, Jessica has legitimate things. Well, I mean, I guess Clubhouse is legitimate. But yes, I'm also on Community Building over at Post Show Recaps. Um, we are covering environmental science this week with top five human being Randy Newple. It's going to be a joy. Um, give that a listen. It's going to be a blast. I can't wait. Uh, I think that's all we have for everybody. So everybody have a good rest of your week. Um, and we will talk to you next week. Have a good one, everybody. Bye. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.